It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, everybody, we got a football game tonight. College basketball has started. The NBA is in full swing and NHL is rocking and rolling. How do we bet the Chargers and Jets game? Well, we got Jimmy Adams coming up to discuss that as well. Andrew McGinnis has a prop bet for us on that very game. But first, we start with one of the best guys on the planet, Brian frickin' Leonard. How are you, my brother? I'm doing great. Uh, big week in hockey, up to number two on the season. Um, yeah, everything's going well. And, Teddy. Um, yeah. No, I'm jumping in here, Bri. I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in, Bri, because last Monday you were on the show and you told everybody, guys, I have a tough October in hockey and November is where I start to kill it. And, uh, well, I haven't spoke to you since last Monday, but I guess you were right. Yeah, it's it's gotten off to a good run and I'm now back where I expect to be. So, uh, yeah, number one the last whatever years way to talk's been around and now number two this season. So if you haven't joined, join now because we're looking for a big season. And uh, we've actually had a better October than we normally do. Normally I lose in October. I won this year in October, or at least I broke even. And that's a winner to me. Yeah. Daddy. Well, NHL is going to be on the back burner for now. We'll talk a little NHL later in the show with Andrew McGinnis. But Bri, you wanted to talk about a couple of college football games early in the week. Let's start with one in the Pac-12, Utah and Washington. This total's wild. We saw Circa open 57.5 as the total. We saw Bet On Law Offshore open 51. And the markets have kind of split the difference. We're looking at 54.5 for this total right now. The Huskies, minus 8.5, minus 9 over the Utes. What do you want to do with Utah and Washington? Yeah, these two teams haven't played since the COVID season. Uh, with the Huskies winning that game 24-21 at home. Kyle Whittingham, I love to play on Utah because he's such a great underdog coach. Uh, excellent bet as a road underdog. Now 16-6 ATS the last 11 years. And while the defense has been a strength this year for Utah, keep in mind, when they played their two good offenses they faced, Southern Cal and Oregon, they allowed 32 and 35 points. Uh, those are really the only two good offenses that Utah faced. Utah can take advantage of a team that's one-dimensional, but when they play a team that can throw the ball and run the ball, uh, I think they have their problems, and that's where I think we can get an advantage here. Uh, now they have to take on the Heisman Trophy leader in Michael Penix Sr. Uh, he's posting an outstanding 176.09 quarterback rating. As the Huskies are averaging 7.97 yards per play, just short of eight yards per play. This offense is tough to defend. 
Uh, Washington scored 31 points in all but one game so far this season. We look for them to surpass that again here. I expect this to be a shootout. Uh, Utah's all their best defensive performances have been against bad offenses. I look for this game to go over that 54 and a half. Let me talk about the Utah offensive side of the equation. Now, they had an explosion uh, this past week against Arizona State, and I think Arizona State might have been out of steam uh, in that ballgame after finally notching the victory. Uh, but Utah's got a really strong defense and an offense that doesn't bode well for shootouts. Does that concern you here in a game that you like the over? Even though Washington did not over team, I wouldn't put Utah in that category. No, I, I agree. But uh, when you've got a coach that's a very good underdog coach like uh, he is, I think they can make some adjustments here. Uh, they're not going to be able to just run the football and, and keep, try to keep the opposition off, off the uh, field. So they're going to have to try to open up the offense a little bit. Uh, Washington's defense isn't as comparable as their offense. So I, I try to look at these games when I know one team is going to put up a good amount of points. What is the opposition going to do? I think the only way they can do it is to try to match them offensively. Um, which makes the variance very high here. Um, so we can we can easily see this game go right down to the wire, or we can see a blowout from the uh, the host side. But uh, based on what Whittingham has done, I expect him to have his team prepared here. So uh, I, I agree with you there that they don't have the offense that Washington does, but they're going to have to be able to do that this game in order to keep up with the Huskies. Brian Leonard joining us, everyone. Exclusive handicapper at wagerdog.com and the number one most profitable NHL better at our site since day one. Excuse the mustache, people. I know it's bad. I can't look at myself in the mirror, but we are raising money uh, for charity. Uh, I will tweet out uh, later on today a link to donate. We've raised over 600 I think about $700 so far, and I'm happy about that. Uh, guys, it's Half Price Monday over at Wager Talk. Every handicapper's package is half price. Brian, what do you have up for the clients? I have one play up in the NHL today. I also have three plays up in college basketball. And I believe we're doing a special this week where if you put up one college basketball play, you get that for half off all week long. So. A really nice advantage here with college basketball starting tonight. You can get a taste of everybody at a lower price. So really looking forward to it. Excellent stuff, Brian Leonard, everybody. We got Jimmy Adams coming up after Brian. He's going to look at the big Monday night football game between the Chargers and the Jets. He's also going to look at the Oregon-Georgia college basketball game. That goes at 4.30 Eastern time today. Andrew McGinnis is coming on. He's going to take... Uh, he's going to give us a bet on the Edmonton-Vancouver game and an NFL prop bet in tonight's action. Teddy's six Bs are minutes away and his big game breakdown as well. If we get over 125 likes, I will have a presidential address for you guys. Brian, let's get back to you. Uh, I had a great weekend, Brian. I went three and two on Saturday, six and three on Sunday, but one of my losers was on Notre Dame. Uh, and now you want to talk about Clemson, uh, and they're playing Georgia Tech. Clemson is minus 14 and a half here. How do we bet this game? Yeah, the Yellow Jackets have been a punching bag for the Tigers the last few years, uh, losing by mar margins of 31, 67, 38, 28, and four of those five seasons. Uh, but we like the job Brent Key's done in, here in Atlanta. 
Just two weeks ago, they shocked North Carolina 46 to 42 and followed it up with an impressive 45 to 17 win at Virginia. The same Cavaliers team that beat North Carolina and took Miami, Florida to the wire on the road two of the last three weeks. So uh, that was a very impressive win for Georgia Tech. They're rushing for 5.65 yards per carry, which keeps the chains moving against a more talented opponent. And that's who they'll see here this week in Clemson. Under key, the Jackets are 8-2 as an away underdog. Uh, Clemson, as you mentioned, pulled off the slight home upset, about a three-point home underdog uh, last week against Notre Dame. And like you, there's a lot of guys I respect that were on Notre Dame in that game. And unfortunately, we've all been here long enough where we know if everybody's on one side of a game, that's not the side you want to be on. It turned out that's the way it was for the Irish. Uh, but that was a must-win game for the Tigers after losing to Miami and NC State the previous two outings. And with North Carolina and in-state rival South Carolina to end the season, uh, this is what Marco would call a supreme sandwich situation here as they take on a team that they've just crushed the last few years. I expect Georgia Tech to really give them a good game here. I like the running attack here. And uh, Clemson just isn't the same team as they've been the last few years. Uh, 14 and a half points is enough to get me involved here with Georgia Tech. I'll take the, the Rambling Wreck or the Yellow Jackets, whichever you prefer, plus the points. So we saw an, a, a well-publicized quote from Dabo Swinney after the Clemson upset over Notre Dame, where he says, if I'm buying stock, I'm buying Clemson stock right now, um, considering the struggles they had this season. And obviously last week's win, one of their best games of the year. The success Clemson has had against Georgia Tech has largely been, I mean, they, their defense has shut down the rambling wreck game after game. And I'm going to ask you, given Swinney saying, hey, now's our time. You can buy low on Clemson right now. And given the struggles that this Georgia Tech offense has had against Clemson's defense, what makes you think that this meeting is going to be different? Well, the coach is going to say that anyway. I mean, that he's always going to put out the positive vibe. Uh, but this Georgia Tech running game, I think, is better than it's been in the past. Um, and Clemson, I just don't think this Clemson is nearly as good as it has been uh, since they lost Venables. Clemson defense hasn't been the same as it's been the last few years. Uh, and so that's that's the concern. It's just from an emotional situation right now. They put everything they had into that game last week. And as I mentioned, every I didn't see anybody like Clemson in that game anywhere. Uh, it, it, was all, it was all the Irish. And uh, after losing two straight games from Clemson, the coach is going to say that. Of course he's going to say that. He's, tra he's trying to build up the program. But I just don't like the job he's done there this year. He didn't do much in the... Uh, transfer pro protocol program at all. And uh, it's it, Clemson doesn't have the athletes they've had in the past. Now, they may come out and win again by 50 points like they normally do against Georgia Tech. I don't see it happening here. Uh, I think the line is based off of what has happened in the past. And I think the program's two programs are changing. Georgia Tech's on the way up. And Clemson, to me, even though as much as I like Clemson, I'm a fan of the program, they're not the same as they were a couple of years ago. Brian Leonard. Brian, you're here every Monday, first guest. We love starting the week with you. Outstanding stuff. Uh, and congratulations on your NHL start. Uh, best of luck in college basketball, my friend. Teddy covers uh, one of my favorite segments out there, brother. It's where I get to shut up, listen, learn, laugh. It's your six Bs. Let's do a little bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. A recap of what just happened this past weekend from a betting standpoint. A couple of bad beats 
stood out to me on Saturday. Let's see, Michigan's minus 31 and a half against Purdue. And I know it's not that bad a beat when you're minus 31 and a half. These things happen. But the Boilermakers had just enough time for one last drive against Michigan's third stringers. And, of course, they scored the backdoor TD on a long pass with 18 seconds left. Instead of losing 41 to 6, they lose 41 to 13, minus 31 and a half for the Wolverines. No good. Michigan backers didn't enjoy that. Utah State, San Diego State, the total was 46. They'll need overtime to fly over. Heck, it's 10 7 game going into the fourth. And of course, San Diego State ties it with a late field goal and it goes to overtime and then it goes into double overtime. 32 24 final flies over the total. Tough beat for underbackers there. The Texans minus two and a half versus the Bucks yesterday. And look, this wasn't a true bad beat in the sense of Houston wasn't the right side. It was a back and forth game. That said, the kicker, Fairburn, gets hurt in the game. And the, uh, the Texans don't have an emergency kicker for field goal attempts, but they do. This guy, Dari Ogunbowe, uh, hits a 29-yard field goal, but they're not putting him out there for extra points. They're doing all two-point conversions. So he misses the first uh, two-point conversion. They miss the second two-point conversion. They make the third one to get one point back. And then... They score the game-winning touchdown. Incredible drive by C.J. Drought. Now they're up yeah. by two. They're laying two and a half. One more point to try, two-point try, and they kneel. Minus two and a half, no good. Ouch. Tampa backers get the benefit of that one. Falcons, minus three and a half, facing a quarterback who hadn't taken a single practice rep with his team, a guy that just arrived in Minnesota on Wednesday. Atlanta played their best offensive game of the season. They hung 28. And then Dobbs leaves them on four. Minnesota on four second-half scoring drives, converts fourth and seven with his legs, then leads the team down the field on the road for the game-winning score. That was not fun if you had Atlanta yesterday. And then we have the Saints, minus eight and a half against the Bears. New Orleans finishes the game plus five in turnovers. Every play for both teams in the fourth quarter is run in Bears territory. New Orleans go for it on fourth down, brotherly shove, but it's Derek Carr for some reason, not Taysom Hill. They get stuffed. They could have get the field goal to go up 10. Then they punt from inside Chicago territory. Then they doink the field goal from inside Chicago territory. Then they get the first down you don't want them to get and take a knee at the five-yard line. Saints win by seven, plus five turnover margin. Not good enough. They don't get the money. And, of course, the game stayed under because the Saints couldn't score on any of those fourth-quarter possessions either. When it comes to bad bets, the Miami Hurricanes, they were bet minus four, minus four and a half, up to six and a half, seven. They only scored six. You can't lay six and a half. If you only score six, they lost by two touchdowns. Miami was a bad bet. Money for Maryland against Penn State. They had, what, a 26-game losing streak against the Nittany Lions. Minus 11 and a half for the Nittany Lions. Minus, down to minus seven and a half. And it was a runout. Penn State won by 35. Maryland money, bad bets. Arizona State money at Utah, plus 13 and a half, all the way down to plus 10. Arizona State lost 55 to 3. Those were bad bets. There was lots of Dolphins money for the early start game in Germany. The Chiefs won 21 to 14, despite not scoring a second half point. Pats and over money against Washington. Well, finishes Commanders and under 20 to 17 final. The money there was wrong. And there was Giants money against the Raiders, plus three and a half down to plus one and a half. Danny Jones is going to play. Well, only one team wanted to be there, and it wasn't the Giants. Giants money, bad bets. Comes for bad for the books. Look, nobody on earth bet Wisconsin on Saturday. <laughs> uh, Indiana, plus 11 down to plus seven and a half. They won outright. Wisconsin bad for the books. 
Ohio State Rutgers bounced around minus 18 and a half, minus 19, minus 19 and a half. Buckeyes get the final TD with two minutes left to win by exactly 19. That's the middle. Nobody should have lost that game. All wins and pushes with every side. You bet it bad for the books. West Virginia took a ton of money against BYU. Minus six up to minus 12. They deserved that ton of money. They beat the Cougs 37 to 7. That was bad for the books. Yesterday in the NFL, look, Clayton Toon in for Arizona. Deshaun Watson back for Cleveland. Not a soul bet the one and seven Cardinals. Now the one and eight Cardinals. Cleveland minus seven and a half all the way up to minus 13. They won 27 nothing. That was a bad result for the house. The wise guy special. Green Bay opened as low as Pickham. They closed as high as minus four. Rams didn't have an NFL roster yesterday. They lost 20 to three to the Packers. That was bad for the books. And then Sunday night football wasn't great either. Pros and Joes both like them some Philly. 28-23 over the Cowboys. And when Sunday night goes favorite and over, that's rarely what the books want. So Sunday night game, not great for the house either. There you have it. Bad beats. Bad bets. Bad for the books. Mr. Prez, back to you. Teddy, there was a another bad beat on Sunday. Uh, and it's um, not betting related. I'm sure. But but Imagine being the backup quarterback for Minnesota, pretty much waiting your entire life, your whole life, has angled to this one day, and then you drive them down the field, and then that's the end of that. And uh, I don't foresee him playing again. Uh, Man, I don't know how I would be able to handle something like that. That shit would sit with me for freaking years. Yeah, I see your so, face, Teddy. Well, there's two factors to consider. One is that he's a rookie, so he may well get chances in the future. This isn't a veteran that's been waiting his whole life yeah, for this. Oh, yeah, he just okay, got the NFL. This year. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. Secondly, this happens with backup quarterbacks a surprisingly yes. a surprising amount because they're not used to taking the hits. It happens all the time. The backup comes in, and he gets whacked around in the first quarter or the first half, and that's the end of the backup. And now you're down to the third stringer. So it's not something different or unusual in that regard. The backup QBs, it's hard to take those hits, man. I wouldn't want to. Yeah. I mean, Brian Hoyer is the perfect example. Every time he finally gets a chance, somehow or other, he ends up on the injury reserve. Teddy, I had a great week uh, weekend. I did, you know, I was, I was telling Brian before the show begun, when you're on a run like me and I'm on a monster, every day, night I'm holding my breath. Is it over now? Is it over? You know, I mean, at some point these runs end and it's like, I went to 0-2 on Friday night and I'm like, oh God, no, no, it's over. Wake up Saturday morning, lose my first game on Notre Dame. I'm now freaking out. And then I pulled it all back together. I ended up with a three and two Saturday and a six and three Sunday. And Jessica is one of our listeners. Uh, She's in this chat room almost every day, active, and it's so greatly appreciated. Jessica said, Prez, I want to buy a 30-day all-access. So I, while you were talking, I got a hold of M2 and customer service. I organized a 30-day all-access. Jessica, I got it for $8 a day. If you use the code, promo code PREZ30, you get 30 days all access for $8 a day. And guys, to give you perspective, I'm on a 9-1 and one NBA run. I'm on a 9-0 and oh and 
16. You should take Teddy off the screen when I do this because Oli looks at me like, shut up. I don't want to hear no, this no, anymore. Okay. When you're on a pro, when you're on a run, you promo, man, because people okay, should good. buy your picks. Good. You're hot. They should. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just looking. That's me. Okay, just, good. You know. Okay. I love you, Teddy. And I Jump do love smile Teddy. instead. Yeah. Yes. yes. And I like fist pump. Fist pump. Anyway, I'm on a, a 16 and 3 NBA ATS run, a 7 and 3 NFL run, 11 and 5 NHL run. I won big big profit last year in college basketball and NBA. My all sports run is ridiculous, Theodore, 45 and 21. So guys, go get that package. Prez 30. Jess, I will wait to see your name. Thank you for asking for it and uh, sending me on this promotional uh, role, I guess. Okay, I'm going to shut up now, Teddy. But I will do it all again in the in the daily presidential address. So let's go, guys. 125 likes, please. I've got some plays for you. in, uh, And I will give out my prop bet, my NFL prop bet that I have for my clients. I will give it out for free on the daily presidential address if we get to 125 likes. Jimmy Adams, love having you with us, my friend. Welcome back to the show. Uh, do you have yourself a good weekend? College football Saturday. Of course, we cash our 5% play that I told you guys to get on. Three and one NFL week nine. And uh, both underdogs that I gave out on the show last week won outright. So, yeah, it was a great weekend for us. Excellent. I love hearing that. Nice red shirt, Jim. You look good. Uh, why don't you grow a stash, Jim? It's still early. I, I feel like you could pull it off and handle bars. Uh, so two things on that. Number one, I could not pull off a stash. I would look like a total creep. And number That's two, what I the, look area, like. uh, <laughs> the area I'm in in the world actually doesn't really like facial hair. It's just a cultural thing. So they want you clean Where are you now? Where are you now? I'm in, I'm in the fills. I'm in the fills. Oh, you're back. You're back in the peens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jimmy likes the peens. Okay, brother, I we do. got a Thursday at uh, Monday night football game going tonight. The Chargers and the Jets, an interesting game. And you want to talk about the total here. And these are one of those games where I normally lay off totals because I feel like the Chargers can go over against anybody at any time. And I feel like the Jets could go under against anybody at any time. And it really becomes a game of who's going to dictate the pace. Those are the ga the totals I stay away from normally. So I'm very curious how you're going to bet it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, so look, I want no part in the Chargers laying a field goal and a hook on the road. We all know they're the best team in the league at losing close games behind Brandon uh, Staley and his track record. That being said, it's hard to trust a Jets team that just held the Giants to negative nine yards passing and needed a field goal in overtime to win and put up 13 points. 
PFF has Zach Wilson ranked 30th at the quarterback position, and we all know what he is at this point. Uh, it's not a small sample size. We know what we're getting from Zach Wilson. And you would think he might be able to do some damage against a terrible Chargers secondary, but LA just held Tyler Bagent and the Bears to 13 points. So how much of a difference do you think he really is? That's up to you. I do, however, have complete confidence in this New York defense, holding opponents just 18.4 points per yeah. game. Uh, and they're especially good in the red zone where they rank fourth in the NFL. And they've been tested by some solid competition. The Eagles scored just 14 on him a few weeks back. Yes, Justin Herbert is very good, but he's going to face a ton of pressure. The Jets have the second highest pressure rate in the NFL. They're able to blitz a lot because they have such a strong secondary. I actually lean Jets if you're looking for a side at over a field goal, but my official play is going to be under the total. I think we can expect scoring to be few and far between under in Monday Night Football. So we, this total opened in the 42, 43 range. Now we're looking at 39 and a half and 40s. Do you worry at all that the value has been sucked out of the under already uh, by the early betters? Or is this a scenario that even at 40, um, these two teams would be hard-pressed to get there? So the value is definitely gone. We talk about it all the time that you don't want to take bad numbers. But I still think this number is playable. Like, I think this is going to be a real low-scoring game. Jets don't score at all. Um, Chargers a threat to score, but when you watch this defense, Teddy, uh, you know that they are legit. I mean, they can hold down anyone. So I think the Chargers are going to have a tough time tonight. I think the under is a relatively safe bet. You're not getting the best number, but uh, you know that's what happens when we talk on a show Monday morning. The, the lines have moved, so <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Jimmy Adams joining us. Jimmy, it's half price Monday at Wager Talk. What do you have going for the clients? Yeah, so one free play that we're about to talk about. I have an official client play in college hoops going down tonight. It's half price. You can get it all week at half price, all the plays. And I'm always getting DMs on like Instagram and stuff for discounts. Well, you can get $50 off a 30-day all-access pass. Just use the coupon code ALL30, so there's your discounts. Look for plays later in the week. We had a phenomenal football weekend, as I mentioned at the top when I was brought on. Okay, let's get to your college basketball game. Oregon, minus five over Georgia. Shame this isn't a college football game. I'd like to see that. It wouldn't be Oregon minus yeah, five. Too, no, it would <laughs> actually, Teddy, it's funny you said that because I woke up this morning and I forgot college basketball was in full swing. And I see uh, Oregon minus five over Georgia. And I'm like, that can't be right. And then uh, <laughs> I realized what the hell was going on. Anyway, uh, you, Jimmy, we got a hard stop at 1244. I'm, uh, I'm playing a cop in a porno at 3 p.m., uh, so, uh, let's go brother. Oregon minus five against Georgia. All right. So Dana Altman and the ducks, they won 21 games last season, but they missed the NCAA tournament. They were dealing with some injury problems. They had a good year, but this is a team we want to buy and we want to buy them tonight. They have a very big front court, a couple seven footers that Georgia will struggle with and a key transfer in Cario Aquedo. I believe I pronounced that right who comes over from Georgia. So this is going to be a big game for him. Oregon returns three starters. Uh, 
and defense is the calling card for this team. They held opponents to just 66.7 points per game a year ago. That's bad news for a Georgia team that really struggles to score. The Bulldogs ranked 265th in scoring a season ago. So you might think, well, they must have had a good defense, right? I mean, uh, no, they didn't. They ranked 228th overall on the defensive side as well. So from a team that went 11-21 and 21 ATS last season, absolute money burners, the Bulldogs return one starter. Mike White really has his hands full with this Georgia program, and scoring is definitely going to be a problem. This is a team that's going to finish in the bottom of the SEC, while Oregon's a team that's going to compete with the contenders like the UCLA's, the Arizona's. And this is a real tough test for Georgia right out the gate. We see the numbers skyrocketing. The market has reacted. Um, lay the points with Oregon in this one. That's the way I'm going. So the the question is, you, you took side here and not total. And I'm curious why you wouldn't look at a Georgia team total, 67 and a half is what I'm seeing out there. Uh, or a full game under uh, for this game, as opposed to just a side wager uh, on the favorite on a neutral floor here in Las Vegas. Um, so I'm not going to say that those bets that you mentioned are bad, but uh, I just think that Oregon's going to absolutely wipe the floor with Georgia, right? They're not going to be able to score. They can't play defense. Uh, Oregon brings a size advantage, a significant talent gap. So I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, your wager or mine. Oregon wins the night big. <laughs> Jimmy Adams, everyone, exclusive handicapper at wagertalk.com. Check him out. Awesome guy. Jimmy, enjoy your time in the Philippines. It's such a stunning country. So uh, have fun, my brother. And we'll see you next week on Wager Talk today. Teddy's big game breakdown seconds away. Andrew McGinnis joining us. He's got a prop bet in the uh, football game tonight and an NHL bet. And of course, if we get 14 more likes, which we will, we'll have the daily presidential address. And Teddy, you got your opening line report starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. Guys, if you haven't seen that show, it's must watch. One of our most watched shows on our channel uh, so, Teddy, are you ready for that? Are you are, Have you done your prep? That's a joke, right? Yeah, I'm trying to be funny. Let's go. Big game breakdown. Have I done my prep? Yes, Lawrence. Uh, being that I'm doing this show when do you do it? that show. So when do you do it? Because you're on the West Coast. It's freaking yep. 9.30 a.m. You had to prep for this show. Yep. When did I'm you well do it? When? Late. Sunday nights is when we work on that. After all the weekend is over, oh, Sunday nights I sit down and bust out everything I got. Then Monday we got videos due. We got this show. We got the other show. You know, it's that's the nature of what we do, Lawrence. You know, sometimes I cannot you sit down. I cannot and... work on Sunday nights. I like I ended up watching. I'm watching the WWE biographies on Amazon Prime. I was watching Mick Foley, Mankind, so good. Okay, brother, big game breakdown. Let's go. Let's go to the NBA. We got a look. We got college hoops, college football, NFL. Let's get NBA on today's show with a big game breakdown and talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Boston Celtics. Right now, look at the Wager Talk live odds screen. Boston still minus four in a lot of spots, down to three and a half in some places. Total here has been bet down 223, 222 and a half, the prevailing current number. Uh, that's down a good couple of points 
from the opener. And Boston's been impressive so far this season. Absolutely. They scored 70-plus in the first half of each of the last three games. Three double-digit victories. They ranked number one in the NBA by a wide margin in offensive efficiency. They're averaging more than 122 points per 100 possessions so far. And that leaves them a little bit overvalued here. That's not a sustainable number, 122 points per 100 possessions. Each of those three 70-plus point first halves and double-digit victories came against teams that aren't exactly known for their defensive acumen. Brooklyn and then Indiana and Washington, who are near the bottom of the league defensively. Contrast those teams with Minnesota, who is, while Boston's the best offensive team in the league so far, Minnesota's the best defensive team in the NBA, also by a wide margin. They're holding foes to 98 points per 100 possession. And nothing about their defensive number. Unlike Boston, who's way off the charts with their offensive numbers, there's nothing about Minnesota defensively that's fraudulent so far. Head coach Chris Finch, quote, We've got long athletic guys in the perimeter who can fly around and get into gaps. Last year, I don't think we really found an identity. We just never did. We did a lot of good things. We kind of reinvented ourselves many times along the way. But coming into this season, we knew with our lineup, it had to be defense. Big big teams should be physical, and they should play defense. Minnesota's beaten the Heat by 16, the Nuggets by 21, and the Jazz by 28 in their first three home games. And they're live dogs tonight. This is a client play for me, Minnesota plus the four against Boston on Monday night. There's your big game breakdown. Back to you, Lawrence Pressman. Teddy, you're going to roll this week. Guys, Teddy is going to freaking roll this week, so watch out. Andrew McGinnis joining us. Andrew, nice to have you with us. Um, How was puck time today? 11 a.m. Eastern every day, Monday to Friday. Great to be here, guys. Yeah, it was a good show, Prez. Um, The NHL schedule makers finally gave us more than one game on a Monday. That's a positive note. And we actually have several great games. So it was pretty good. How are you guys doing? Excellent. We're doing good, dude. I'm excited for the Leaf Tampa Bay game tonight. Um, Not going to bet it. But hey, I'm a fan still, even though Teddy disagrees with fandom as a better. Andrew, we're going to reverse your games. We're going to start with the Thursday night football, uh, the Monday night football game, and then uh, we'll get into uh, the Edmonton Oilers Vancouver Canucks game. You've got a prop bet for us in this game. Tell us what it is and why we should bet it. Well, I know most people probably say this when they go to make a wager because it's why they're making the wager. But I was shocked by this this number here for Brees Hall's receiving yards at just 19 and a half after he had 70 in a previous game. But we're looking to fade the Chargers and their and their defense. But most importantly, their defense against opponents running backs and not them on the ground, but through the air. This is the fifth worst team in the league as far as. Um, their defense on the pass, as far as uh, running backs are concerned, 32nd ranked pass defense in the entire league, obviously the very worst team. And the thing is, this is a team that's a lot more dink and dunk, right? I mean, when they started the season off, it's almost like their play calling for Zach Wilson was the same plays they were going to give Aaron Rodgers. And clearly that play calling was not working well for Zach Wilson, but now they've simplified the offense. They're not asking him to do anything out of his comfort zone, doing a good job of mixing in the run. He's only thrown one interception in his last five games. He's actually simplified things, taking care of business. And Brees Hall's almost being utilized more as a pass catcher than he really is as a running back, uh, on, you know, on the ground. And 
this is a team that not only struggles for the Chargers, um, you know, giving up passes, but they're also awful at yards per catch after the catch is made. You know, a couple slips, a couple uh, nice moves, and all of a sudden we only need, I think, two or three catches from Brees Hall to get over this 19 and a half number. So I always talk about when you're betting props, you're betting against a team's weak position as much as you're betting on a player. To me, this is a little bit of both. We're betting against a weak Chargers defense. They're very weak against running backs, and you're betting against Brees Hall, who's been catching the ball quite a bit. So I'll take Brees Hall over 19 and a half yards. This number started at 17 and a half, guys. It's continuing to climb. If you want this bet, I'd make it now. So here's my question. The Jets have played some really good defense this year. Buffalo, Dallas, New England, Kansas City, Philly, the G-Men. Seven of their, you know, uh, they've been, uh, when, when you look at it in retrospect, you're like, wow, they really faced, you know, they've been up against it from a, who have they played on the defense side of the football. The Chargers defense has a lot of talent. I, I don't, I wouldn't put them in the same category as many of those defenses they just saw. So in theory, this should be a game where the Jets are able to run the football against L.A. And the games where Hall's getting the running attempts, he's not getting the passing. You know, for the last six games, he's gone under this number. I know you talked about how they've changed the offense. But my concern here is they hand the ball off to the guy 20-plus times. I don't know if he's going to get the same number of receptions out of the backfield. Does that worry you at all in this one as the Jets take a modest step down in defensive class? Certainly, and that could change things. Um, like you mentioned, sometimes you actually get a matchup against a worse defensive team, and because of that factor, he's strictly just running it and not being utilized as a pass catcher, which, uh, Teddy, in the prop market we have available to us today, you could take advantage of the rushing plus receiving, which is around 80, 82 and a half yards. So if that's something people are worried about, I would invite them to do that. But for me, I'm seeing him being utilized more and being a stronger and more effective player yeah. when he's catching the ball. So, look, I, I think that Zach, Zach Wilson gets so much hate, right? Everyone loves to go after him. And then, you know, there are all these memes and, and social media stuff after Rodgers got injured about what Wilson's going to do to the team. But like I mentioned, just one INT last five games, he's managing the game. And, well, He's a good quarterback when he's not throwing the ball farther than 15 yards. How's that, guys? I mean, just give it to Brees Hall for a five-yard catch and let him make some plays. I think you could have stopped at the end of after. He's a good quarterback if he doesn't throw the ball. Andrew <laughs> McGinn is joining us, everyone. Andrew, you got a hockey bet for us. Give us that hockey bet and then promote yourself because there will not be a follow-up question. All right. Well, I'm happy there isn't a follow-up question because if there was one, they'd be saying, why are you making a bet involving the Edmonton Oilers? And I, I don't blame anybody that would ask me that question, but I am going to step out and take the Oilers team total over three and a half goals. I've become a huge team total better across all sports over the last year, year and a half here. And the best part about team totals, as everybody knows, is you're taking the other team away from the situation. Obviously, you're betting the other team to be poor defensively, but all I'm asking is Edmonton to give me four goals. Now, this is an Edmonton team dating back to last year that ha- would lose a lot of games even when they scored four goals. Most teams in the National Hockey League, if they score four goals, you'd think they're going to win the game. Not the case for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, look, when I look at this Vancouver team that they're playing this year, or excuse me, tonight, 
I believe that Vancouver has overachieved to start the season off. They've had some lighter competition. They've been playing some opponents that have been easier to skate around, have been a little bit, you know, lackadaisical as far as their speed is concerned. Edmonton, to me, has talent in their top six. They're motivated right now. They've had a really tough time getting past some of these teams that have depth. But Vancouver, I don't think, can slow them down. This is going to be a goal fest. I wouldn't talk anybody off the full game over, but we have a total of seven here and a three-and-a-half team total that I can get over at minus 105. I like the Oilers to play well tonight. I like them to get back on track after a tough game against Nashville. I don't want to trust them to win the game. I'll trust them to get me to four goals, guys, at over three-and-a-half team total. I have a promo code 3day20 that takes $20 off a 3-day all access pass. I had a 6 in 1 weekend that was Saturday and Sunday combined. I passed Friday night. NFL, MMA, CFL, NHL. I was involved in all kinds of sports. We come out 6 and 1. Uh unfortunately, full transparency, I went 1 and 1 with 5% plays, but guys, I'll take 6 and 1 any weekend. Teddy. Andrew McGinnis. Yeah. Andrew McGinnis, well done. And best of luck with your wagers this evening. Check them out over at wagertalk.com. Lawrence, it's time for your presidential address. Yes, it is. We got 156 likes. Greatly appreciated, everybody. We're going to go right into your NFL presidential address. I've got a client bet in the NFL game I'm going to give out, and I've got a couple of hockey bets. We last left off last Friday where I gave out two NFL bets, and both of them cashed, including my eunuch story on the Washington Commanders. Okay, Dan, let's start the NFL presidential address. So before we get into anything, guys, take a look at this. Uh, this is my current run. I'm on a 9-1 and NBA run, a 9-0, and 16-3 NBA ATS run, 45-21 and all sports run, and so on and so forth. I've got five bets up for tonight, five. I got two hockey bets, one NBA, one college basketball, and one NFL. They're all packaged together. You get the whole lot for $14.50. However, don't buy it. Use the promo code PREZ30 and get 30 days all access for only $8 a day. That's promo code PREZ30. Okay, what the hell is on your lip rights, Lonnie? It's my terrible mustache. I'm raising money. Okay, let's get into it, guys. Um, so my NFL, I have one NFL bet tonight. It's a client play, and it is Brees Hall over rush yards that's the only bet i'm making on the entire nfl game that's the bet haul over in rush yards as for your nhl tonight i like the edmonton oilers tonight i have lost with them twice in a row i'm not releasing them to my clients which means i have double double reverse jinxed myself and edmonton will cover the minus 120. i also like the under in the Dallas-Boston Bruins game tonight as well. So that's Edmonton minus 120 and the under in the Dallas-Boston uh, game plus a hole over in rushing yards. Make sure to use the promo code PREZ30, 30-day all-access, $8 a day. Teddy, we achieved your hard stop goal. My brother, I'm having a veal sandwich today. Take us home. Enjoy your veal sandwich. And the rest of us, 
We'll enjoy the NFL opening line report coming up right after this show. 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Myself and Drew Martin are going to break down the entire NFL card for Week 10. Of course, Lawrence and I will be back here on Wager Talk today, tomorrow. Same time, same channel. 9 a.m. here on the left coast, noon for you back east. Between now and tomorrow's show, you guys know what to do. Enjoy the games, and best of luck with all your wagers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.